of winging it i think this is our season three debut guys we got a lot to talk about it is friday august 11th the eagles have their first preseason game tomorrow against the ravens and it's just ali and i today in preseason fashion we're resting our best starter andrew's sitting out for today giving him a break you know don't want him to get hurt uh on this on this uh preseason podcast but ali Man, it's been a little bit. I'm so excited. We're going to see some midnight green flying around on the TVs tomorrow. Football's basically back, man. How are we feeling? Dude, football is back. Football is back. Bailey Zappi was not doing too hot <laughs> yesterday. He was getting destroyed by the Houston Texans defensive line. Uh, what was it? Minnesota Jalen Rieger. Seattle. Jalen oh. Rieger was getting nailed too. <laughs> exactly. Dude, football is back. I'm so pumped. I'm so flipping pumped. Yes. Dude, so biggest news that came of the offseason since we last spoke, besides some great signings, Kelly Green jerseys finally dropped. I got my Jalen Hurts. I got the Fuse jersey, the uh, 174, 179 option. Kind of reminds me of like the old like stitched uniforms on its way over here. Not going to get here until October. Um, have you stocked up on any Kelly Green gear? So I don't want to seem like a, a blasphemous Eagles fan here, but I'm not oh, no. too. F- I, I, you know, it's it's fine. I'm not too fond of the jerseys. I was a little disappointed at what? what the product was, given how long it took them to release these jerseys. It was like, what did you expect them to be? Like gold leaf letters, like different. This is exactly what we wanted. It's the perfect era. It's the Randall Cunningham era. I mean, dude, it's almost yep. poetic. Think about I, it. Like the, I get it. I get it. I get it. it's it. There, there's nothing wrong with them. It, but for me, it's like when I was a little kid and my mom told me to go upstairs and clean my room, and she comes back two hours later, and I'm sitting on the floor playing with my toys, and she's like, "What have you been doing this whole time?" That's my question mm. to the Eagles. Like, why did it take so long for us to get pretty solid jerseys? Like, I would have been happier to see kind of a modern take on the jerseys. Say like that modern Eagles sort of uh, the the, yeah, the modern lettering, mark. the word yeah. mark right on the front. It would have been nice to see like kind of a, a new touch on the old, but given the fact that it was kind of just a refresh of the Randall Cunningham era, I was a little disappointed that it wasn't something more given how long it took. But isn't that what every team did? Like, did anyone actually have a remix to an old Jersey? I think everyone just kept it as, um as it was right like i don't think we're talking about alternate jerseys here i think we're talking about true throwback jerseys so i don't think there's any team across the nfl that that did like some sort of remix or something that you're alluding to no they didn't you're right and i again 
Is there anything wrong with the jerseys from my perspective? No, but I would have expected something more given how long it took. Listen, I love the jerseys, by the way. And I think, as I was saying earlier, it's like poetic in in a sense. The last quarterback to wear that era jersey was one of the most iconic black quarterbacks in the league in Eagles history in Randall Cunningham. And now Jalen Hurts sitting on the sitting in the locker room holding a picture of Randall Cunningham in that jersey is going to be leading us out of the tunnel this season. Uh first game is going to be a Thursday night game against the Dolphins, Tua, Jalen, uh Kelly Green, and then it's also going to be against the Bills. I think that's a four o'clock game or something near the end of the season. Um I love it, man. I think it's exciting. I kind of wish it was like their uh all-time jerseys like what they were every single week i don't know if we'll see black jerseys if this is going to replace black jerseys or not this year but i love it man i'm here for it give me more my closet has more kelly green than any other uh any other color uh swatch uh, in my entire wardrobe so give me all the kelly green dude i think this is where we we disagree i i am a midnight green fan through and through what's wrong with you dude i don't know what's wrong with me man i don't even know you i know i know and I'm sure Drew right now is is like rolling over wherever he is as, as he hears this. But I am a midnight. I like midnight green more than I like Kelly green. I think it's a cooler color. It's much more sleek. It's it's kind of like a it's it's bad, right? Like it's it's the same way I feel about our black jerseys. I love our black jerseys just because I feel like it's got a an element of sort of swagger edge. Whereas the Kelly green jerseys just like it's, it's vintage. It's vintage is what I think. And yeah. So I was actually talking about this with my neighbor last night and uh, out of all random, well, we're always talking about Eagles. So it's not really random at all, (laughs) but you know, she, she told me, and, and I remember I was very young, but like when we made the switch to midnight green, I think everyone loved it. There was not a lot of people in Philly that didn't like it. That is such a early 2000s, not late 90s like look, right? It's it's the colors, it's the more abstract, more modern looking logo. It's just like you said, it's green, it's angry. You know, when I think of that time era, like that was a really angry, mean, successful time for Eagles football. Brian Dawkins, right? Like that's the iconic player in the in that jersey. But I think vintage is just in right now. I mean, you see it. You see a whole bunch of eight year olds running around with Nirvana shirts on. My right. two-year-old has an ACDC. He doesn't know ACD. I'm not going <laughs> to let him listen to ACDC. You know what I mean? At least not right now. So, like, I just think it's just, like, kind of in – it's kind of with the times. Everyone, even in music, like, 80 cents are, like, huge in music nowadays. I just think it's cool, and it's kind of a, it's kind of a remix, man. I love it a lot, but I can see your point. Again, do I think there's anything – bad about kelly green jerseys no would i have something to say so you hate it got it if yes i absolutely hate it uh no would i have something to say if we were to switch to the kelly green jerseys and make that kind of our base uniform yeah i'd have a lot to say about that yeah okay yeah i don't think we would i don't think i've ever remembered a team that has gone back to a vintage jersey can you think of one I think I can think of teams that like they've always looked the same. Like the Packers have basically always looked the same. The Cowboys have always kind of looked the same with very minor tweaks. The Lions have always kind of looked the same. The Packers have their old, uh, what is it? Brown pants, blue Jersey, ugly Mm -hmm. brown. Yeah. It it was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. 
are there any jerseys that you've seen from the throwback era that are making a comeback that you're a huge fan of? Like the Oilers or the Browns that are now going to be white, which makes no sense. Or um, the creamsicle jerseys from the Bucks. Aren't, yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, like the, I don't know what's I going like on the, there. Well, I mean, I think the Browns are called the Browns because of their original owner, right? Wasn't his last yeah. name Brown? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there's some controversy some wikipedia edits that kind of contradicts some some stuff but sure i don't care about yeah ones. no again do i do i appreciate when teams come out with their vintage jerseys like that one year i think we were playing the the detroit lions back in the mcnab era our jerseys were like blue and yellow they just looked frankfurt yellow jackets yeah <laughs> exactly uh no i think those are cool but do i think they should be making a comeback and and kind of maintain that um sort of be like the base uniform that they wear on a week by week basis. No, I think that era is long gone. It's nice to sort of reflect back on your history, but that's exactly what it is. Just history to me. All right. Well, I think you have a super unpopular opinion. Next topic. Let's talk about training <laughs> camp, man. There's been a lot of news to come out about training camp. We picked up a few people. Do we have an issue with our linebackers? Miles Jack just Oof. got signed. There's a lot of reports on some, players i'm actually looking at a report from cbs right now on um on for linebackers and safeties who the stock is up on and who the stock is down on um what are your thoughts on some of the things we've been seeing out of training camp so my initial thoughts uh let's start with the good let's start with the good um jalen hurts looks completely locked in everyone is saying how he looks significantly better than last year which is kind of scary to think about um but at the same time he's still not receiving a lot of respect from from the media world out there which i feel like on the one hand i'm upset for jalen because of the season that he had last year but on the other hand we Eagles fans saw one really amazing MVP-like year from Carson Wentz uh, before he completely regressed, right? So yep. what I'm looking for from Jalen Hurts is exactly what he's showing right now, is continued progression, yep. just repeating what he did last year at least, if not getting better. Um, but so far, so good. He, he looks dialed in. He's throwing accurate throws from the pocket, and that's exactly what I want to see from the quarterback he hasn't completed a season yet, you know, a full season yet um, where he played every single game because of injuries. So I want to see him become more of a pocket passer, which he's he's absolutely becoming. What are your yeah. thoughts on Jalen so far? Yeah, man. I mean, listen, I, I think that last year was a magical run. Um, I don't want to sound cheap, but like, you know, we, uh, we the NFC is not very competitive. We had to play the Giants for our first, you know, playoff game. And then Brock Purdy went down. Then we got to the Super Bowl and it was really close. Like, I don't want to say that we kind of fell into it, right? But, like, this year is significantly harder than it's going to be next year. If we can come into the postseason with the same record we have, it's going to be ugly for any team that we're going to be playing regardless of division, regardless if it's the Chiefs again. And I I echo your sentiment. I think what Jalen has um, been showing is, is true progression in his skills. I also think his mindset is just insane. So it came out. Uh, there's a new show on Netflix right now called Quarterback, and it follows Kirk Cousins. Such a dweeb, man. He's walking Cole's cash. 
Like, that's just what he is. He's just walking Cole's cash. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, which doesn't surprise me, and Marcus Mariota, who's now our backup, so I want to see how the series ends. They asked Jalen to do it. He turned it down. He said, no, I'm not interested. Twice. I'm not not interested in doing it. And that wasn't a media report until we found out about it. He also has his lock screen, and this was sniped. This wasn't something that he brought up. It wasn't something that he showed on a podium and said, oh, yeah, this is this is my motivation. There was a, a Snapchat or, or an Instagram picture that someone took in the locker room, and it looked down at Jalen's phone, and he had a picture of him walking out of the confetti. And the reporters asked him, uh, the uh, Chiefs confetti, you know, it's a, I'm sure we've all seen the picture. Reporters asked him about it, and he said, if it was up to me, you guys would have never known that. That is such an incredibly that that is just such a I don't I don't even know honestly the word to describe it but that mindset is what everything Carson Wentz wasn't Carson Wentz had right. excuses Carson Wentz was weak minded Carson Wentz had difficulty with everyone in the locker room like Jalen just has like the perfect mindset for for something like this so um, I'm really excited about you know where he's coming from what he's doing. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really excited in what I'm seeing out of Jalen. Yeah, no, very self-motivated individual. Uh, I mean, the guy, he does not need any external factor to, to make him better. He knows where he's at. He knows where his ceiling is, which for him, like he was like, you know, for me that sky's the limit, right? Like I, I'm not going to stop getting better from, from where I currently am. So that sort of uh, mentality of you're never good enough and constantly telling himself that. I mean, again, I think I said it during one of our last episodes right after the Super Bowl, um, where early success can hinder someone's ability to stay hungry. And I think that we may have had one of the sort of better outcomes early on in his career so that he can continue to stay focused and get better and reach his potential as a player. So yes, yes on all accounts. Um, How about Quez Watkins, man? Guy is like lighting it up right now. Yeah, I, I can't say that I'm sitting here watching a whole bunch of like Twitter videos of 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 them doing things, but you know, from what the analysts are saying, the ones that go to camp every day, he's had a very good camp. But it's funny because I remember the same exact thing last year, right? So it's like, is this guy just a you know someone that's just good enough to keep their job and 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 doesn't shine when it's needed the most or like is he really getting better um i am a little bit surprised we don't have anyone else in that wide receiver 3 position and there are some people who are getting called up you know we we saw Britton Covey last year he got some more reps he's playing punt returner uh Devin Allen got signed to the active roster which is really right. interesting for those that don't know he's an olympic hurdler He's, I think, on paper, the fastest uh, athlete in the NFL right now. Um, so it's interesting to still see that Quez, because I think a lot of us were thinking about he's going to be going away. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that uh, – I'm not surprised, but this does seem reminiscent of what happened last year. Yeah. You know, I, I really hope for the guy that he can turn it around because he's got the speed to really stretch the field for us. Um, He's just gotta. He's just gotta execute. Yeah. Yeah. What are yeah, your uh, What are your What are your thoughts on the the running back position? 
So um, I think the DeAndre Swift pickup was so freaking smart. I love it. I, I, I think it's so smart because DeAndre Swift can catch the ball, right? And yep. we see him lining up in the slot. We see him lining up out of the backfield. We see him running routes. Like, actually, I have not seen him run through anybody yet. I've just seen him catching balls. But um, would you be surprised if it looks like that Kenny Gain- Kenny uh, Kenneth Gainwell is getting first-team reps? He's taking the majority of the carries in camp. So it actually looks like that Kenny G, and I predicted this, I think our first season, right when we drafted him, I said, this guy is going to be a star. Um, he is looking like RB one and Deandre Swift, believe it or not, is looking like RB two. No, I, uh, I love Kenny Gainwell. I'll buy stock in Kenny, Kenny Gainwell's stock all day, every day. The guy is such a workhorse. He's a, he's a kind of a put your head down, run through people, but also has the finesse to go out and run routes and catch passes. So mm-hmm. really the dual threat running back. I don't necessarily know how, uh, how good his run blocking is. I, I think that may be his, his biggest weakness. And frankly, I think with our, our entire running backs room, that's, kind of the biggest weakness with our backfield right now is the run blocking element. But I I think that's, you know, all they got to do is just go to Jeff Statlin university and, and he'll, uh, he'll set them straight. You know, one Um, player I'm going to be looking for tomorrow and we'll talk about the preseason game. I'm really looking to see what the deal with Trey Sermon is. We mm -hmm. picked him up. We were kind of excited. We haven't heard much about him and it looks like he's going to be playing tomorrow. I don't know if there's like an injury or, or some reason we haven't seen him. Um, but I'm really excited to look at Trey Sermon because, I mean, these are all names that people know. Kenneth Gainwell, DeAndre Swift, who's RB1 in many leagues, fantasy leagues I played in last year. Rashad Penny's not bad. And Trey Sermon, like that's a really solid lineup there. So I'm really curious to see what the reservation is on Trey. Um, remember we had, who was it? Was it Josh Adams? Was that yeah. who had? Remember like we had like this this third string guy came in, lit it up, but he never, he never progressed anywhere. But like, dude, this guy is playing out of his mind on game day, but he never progressed. Right. Like there's something that they, we don't see as fans off the field. And I'm kind of curious to get a glimpse into like what that story is with Trey Sermon. So I'll be paying attention to him tomorrow. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. Honestly, I I'm curious to see how it's going to shape up in the, uh, in the kick return, uh, position as well because I think Boston Scott was the the our kick returner last year I would anticipate that he's probably going to fill that role again this year given that the Eagles just signed him in the offseason to you know in an extension which I feel like is a is a really solid uh, uh, roster ad considering we're only getting him for like I don't know a million and some change um, but no I like yeah, Boston looking- I'm I'm looking at the depth chart. Boston Scott is our kick returner. Brayton Covey is going to be the punt returner. Um, it's weird. It's weird. I and I don't see Devin Allen anywhere on here. Why yeah. is Devin Allen not fielding kicks? Yeah. Like at least put the fastest guy out there, right? Like, remember when Deshaun Wa- uh Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun Jackson. was our put I mean, he, some of the most iconic Eagles moments were based off Deshaun Jackson's kick returns like Boston Scott is great. Like, don't get me wrong, but I don't think of him as a, as a fast guy. Right. right. I don't think of him. I, I think of him as shifty and he's, he's definitely has big plays, but like put Devin Allen back there. What yeah. what are we, what are we doing here? It's interesting. 
I don't think uh, Britton Covey is that fast guy either. Um, I'm not necessarily a fan of Britton Covey as a punt returner. I don't think he's got the speed to to break one. Um, and I would re- very much enjoy seeing Devin Allen catching punts for the Eagles. That is is would be a pretty dynamic uh, position to watch this season. Okay, I agree. Uh, shifting shifting to the other, um, actually, yes, staying on positives. Shifting to the other side of the uh, the uh, the line. What are your thoughts on our two rookies? Uh, so I've heard that this, uh, uh, dude, why am I blanking? Nolan Smith. I was thinking Nolan Carter for some reason. Nolan Smith is just like insane, dude. Can you imagine if we, if we melded Nolan Smith and Jalen Carter into one person, that would just be like the most unstoppable defender. Yeah. So I've heard Nolan Smith and Jalen Carter are just, are just doing really well. Um, yeah, I mean, I they're they're showing up vets. They're taking um, advice. Um, you know, Jalen Jalen what Jalen Carter was like talking about, like how he loves like Brandon Graham's energy, right? And he's just there. Yep. And he's like just bringing it all the time. Um, but I heard just both these guys are just doing really good. Actually, looking at this article, Jordan Davis, um, Nolan Smith, Jalen Carter, and Reed Blankenship. We got to get to Reed Blankenship here in a little <laughs> yeah. bit stock up on those guys so good for them the ghost the ghost i mean yeah. what are your thoughts this... what are your thoughts on our rookies oh and i heard the tyler steen is okay but cam jurgens is really winning that battle yeah 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 no i i i'm happy with cam jurgens where he's at in his position um i start worrying a little bit because when he was taking uh center reps um it wasn't yeah. looking too good so as we think about the future with jason kelsey leaving um, who's going to replace the anchor of our offensive line. I, I'm I'm a little worried when it comes to who's going to be able to fill those big shoes. Uh, thoughts on the rookies, man? I love what I'm hearing coming out of uh, Nolan Smith. The guy has yep. got some significant speed off the edge. Um, I yep. expect him to, I, I mean, think about it. Hassan Reddick on one side, Nolan Smith on the other. That's pretty unstoppable. Ooh. we got Jordan Davis, Fletcher Cox, uh, Jalen Carter in the middle, like I, that's not something I would want to see as an offensive line. That's not something I would want to see as a quarterback. But I'm super pumped to have those guys on our our side of the ball. Um, and and frankly, this may again really early on in the season. Um, we're yet to see any results because I, I would hope Jordan Davis uh, levels up um, and progresses in his uh, he looks his position good, man. as well. He looks, he looks good. He looks pretty he skinny. Looks good. And I yeah, mean, like a 330 good. pound skinny looking guy is, is pretty scary, yeah. especially if he can move fast. Yeah. There, there, there's, there's a difference between being that heavy and just like looking like it's a little bit out of shape. Right. And then yes. just like, that is just muscle. And like Jordan Davis looks like he did a lot of work in the off season to really, um, to really uh, get better there. So uh, I'm excited. His conditioning has definitely been on there. He's definitely probably heard, you know, the coaches in his ear saying, Hey man, look, you need to, you need to slim down a little bit. Um, yeah. Really exciting about this, man. Yeah. Then going back to the safety position, cause we get, we got to stop at our boy Reed, AKA the ghost. Uh, obviously the everyone ghost. remembers 
his debut against the Green Bay Packers last year when he uh, it looked like he just spawned out of nowhere and just intercepted yep. that ball from Aaron Rodgers. Um, I love what I'm seeing out of this kid. It's it's like such a good feeling to see a player who was unknown came out of the draft. I, I think he was drafted right. Um, comes out gets his opportunity on the field and makes the most of it and wins a starting job. That's like the dream for any NFL athlete. Yep. Yeah, that man. Uh, He's looking really good. Uh, Picked off Jalen. I think Jalen's only thrown like two interceptions all of camp. Uh, We should ask Dak Prescott about uh, how many (laughs) interceptions he's thrown. He's just looked bad. He just looked bad, 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 bad. Mid-season form for Dak right now. Dude, seriously. And he doesn't have like... Tony Pollard's hurt and you got this like little person that looks like he's four (laughs) foot six running around out there and like they're not tackling. So it's like, look, look at him. He's not, he's not getting hit. Like, no, this kid is, is, is done for Um, awful, awful thing going on in Dallas. I'm really happy from what I'm seeing from Reed. I love it. Um, You also don't see white safeties all that often. So it's like a little bit, it's a it's a little different um to have him back there but i will say on the other safety position it's like a fight between terrell edmonds who's been meh and Kayvon mm. wallace who's come up really bad in a lot of positions i'm worried between this and we'll talk about linebackers in a little bit of like our our pass protection i'm a little bit worried about like deep the field like reed's reed's great um but he doesn't have a lot of support on the other side that we're certainly missing um you know Chauncey Gardner Johnson and, 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 and we're missing some of these, some of these key players. Uh, so let me, let me hear your thoughts on Sidney Brown. Cause I had the pleasure of being able to watch this kid. Cause, uh, he plays, um, plays in the same, um, the same conference as, as my alma mater. So I get to see him far more often than you guys probably do because of television, uh, broadcasts. But, um, to, what are your thoughts on Sidney Brown? Yeah, literally, if Sidney Brown uh, bumps shoulders with me, I wouldn't know who he is. I know nothing about him. I don't know much about Sidney Brown, so I'm just going to rely on your analysis here. Um, I really haven't heard much uh, positive or negative against him. Yeah, so he's not getting... I think he's gotten one or maybe two times like with the first team reps, but he's definitely not being considered for the starting position going into the start of the season. I, I definitely think he's got the athleticism to be able to win the starting job either right at the beginning of the season or the middle of the season. Um, he's strong. He's fast. He reads uh, receiver routes really well, is able to, uh, I remember, uh, I think he played for Iowa, um, saw, uh, or no, I'm sorry, University of Illinois, um, was uh, was sitting back there in coverage against uh, Minnesota and the quarterback, the Minnesota quarterback just like, eyes his receiver all the way down his route and then all of a sudden this kid comes flying out of nowhere makes the mm, interception mm-hmm. i was like who the heck is this kid yeah and it turns yeah. out it was sydney brown so i like now. him cool. i like i like him from what i've seen uh from from what he's put on the tape in college but um if if it continues to be a sore spot for us on the other side of uh, of reed um, I really hope that this kid can progress as quickly as, as I think he can. Yeah. I mean, that sounds, that sounds great. We certainly need it. We certainly need the help at safety. Um, and it's funny because I think we look at these, these um, preseason games as like total jokes, right? 
people don't realize like every single player, even like on the third and fourth squad or who you're seeing at the end of the game, these are like the best of the best athletes at their college, but they're paying against other best of the best athletes at those colleges as well. So it just looks like a really bad performance, which shows you how elite the talent is in the NFL when like a starting quarterback and starting offense goes in and they can just absolutely dwarf some of those second or, or third string guys. So who knows, man, the difference, you know, between like the best player we've ever seen and like the worst player on a roster is like one or two steps. So right. um, it will be interesting to see Sidney Brown. Um, I want to talk about our linebacker situation really quick. Do we have to? <sighs> no, we can just end it. Thanks guys for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs> <laughs> what if I actually just ended it there? Um, but uh, yeah, man, we're, we're having some issues in the linebacker position. We picked up miles Jack. Um, who's looks like he's doing okay, but you know, he was unsigned, right? And doesn't really know too much. Um, and then I've also heard that Nicobe Dean is just not performing on how we would expect Nicobe Dean to be performing. We have some trouble we have to address in the middle of the field here. What are your thoughts, Ali? What do we do? I mean, this isn't the time for me to say I told you so, but I've been saying at the end of the season, at during the offseason, during the draft, we need to find a solution for the linebacker position because I wasn't too excited about Nicobe Dean's prospects. Um, usually when you've got a young kid who shows that type of talent, they see a lot more first-team reps uh, on the defense during games. And I just didn't see that from N'Kobe Dean. Um, I watch uh, videos from Eagles practices and it just didn't seem like he was kind of that elite middle, like in the middle of the defense type of player that I'd look for uh, or I'd want to see. I am very concerned about our linebacker position. You just said um, Miles Jack, right? Like his interview with uh, with the media right after he he got signed with the Eagles, he was saying he was playing Call of Duty when he got the call. He was sitting on his couch playing Call of Duty when he got the call. Now, no, I think he the, said he was training. He said he was training, and I think Call of Duty just meaning I don't have a job right now. I don't it. think it was a literal translation. I think he said they called me when I was working out, and now I went from playing Call of Duty to getting a call from the Super Bowl champions. Neither of those were true, right? Sure. So uh, that's that's how I think, but yeah. I mean, both concerning things. He says he's playing Call of Duty when he was working out. Is that what he thinks working out is? Is like working out his his thumbs on the controllers, or and he thought the Eagles were the world champs. Which I'm like, dude, are you are you mentally there? <laughs> My man's in a fever dream right now. <laughs> he's just stuck in a fever dream. <laughs> he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, and I, then like, d- dude, hear the name of these other linebackers: Christian Ellis, Zach Cunningham. Trash, like, who are trash. these guys? Who are who are these guys? Yeah, it's it's um, always been that for the Eagles, man. It's always been like that. We just can't get like an elite linebacker in there. Yeah, I mean, again, like so I, I can't remember who on our our text thread um, said that the Eagles never really valued the linebacker position, which is really unfortunate because one of our biggest weaknesses as a defense uh, in recent years has been has been being able to stop the run, um, yeah. and the linebacker in my mind is arguably the most important position on the defense. These are the guys who have to make the quickest sort of decision uh, and, and figure out if they need to shoot the gap and, and close, close holes uh, that are, that are being created by running lanes or they need to drop back in coverage. 
And to have that, you know, individual who's got the physicality, the speed and the intelligence to be able to manage that position is really difficult to come by. So the fact that the Eagles have never really placed an emphasis on it, it doesn't surprise me when every year we're one of the worst teams when it comes to run defense. Yeah, I can't, I can't disagree. Uh, I can't agree with you more. Um, the only thing that I would say is our defensive line is pretty elite, and I do think our new additions will certainly help us there. We have a lot of veteran presence on there, along with some of the, like you know what people are saying are the two best pickups in the entire drafts. Like, can you think about how close we were to a Lombardi? Uh, and and getting what people are referring to as the best player in the draft in Jalen Carter. So I do think there's a lot of positives here. It's our job as sports analysts and Eagles analysts to to pick out like the weak parts. But I think undoubtedly, and if you argue this fact, you are not paying attention to this team. Our linebackers are in serious trouble. I think we have to pick up somebody else because I just don't think Nicobe and Miles Jack and Christian Ellis and Zach Cunningham are going to be able to get it done for us, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. It's really unfortunate. Um, going back to going back to the offensive side of the football. Uh, I'm kind of concerned about our backup quarterback. And normally I'd say who really cares about the backup quarterback, but considering Jalen hasn't completed a full season yet because of injuries it's a pretty important position on our team. And the reports out of training camp are Marcus Mariota is not doing too well. He's throwing DAC level interceptions. He's making poor decisions, getting sacked. What are your thoughts on Mariota? So I like Mariota because um, the play style between, okay, let me, let me, let me, here, here's my full thought here. Jalen and I love Gardner for who he was. They're two different players, just two totally different players. The offense revolves around an RPO running, scrambling quarterback. And Marcus Mariota is that quarterback. So I think from a system perspective to have Marcus come in, if Jalen does get hurt, he'll play more to Jalen style than Gardner played to Jalen style. Does that make sense? Yeah, so I, I I think from a system perspective, it's fine. I think Mar- Marcus Mariota was a starter last year, regardless of how you feel. Like he, he is QB number two, so like you you expect him to make some of those plays in in training camp, and maybe he's trying to like show these people like, hey, you know, I'm going to make some more riskier throws to show that like I deserve a starting position. And it's just not p- panning out too well for him. He's making more you know passion based. Um, decision making in comparison to like oh i'm just gonna play boring check down qb number two sort of like plays here right he's 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 maybe a little bit of carson Wentz syndrome playing hero ball there i think it's a great fit i'm excited to see mariota lead him out tomorrow and and see what he's made of and see what that looks like because i think it's going to complement more of the jalen hurt style play that we've been seeing is has that been decided i hadn't seen uh mariota starting and not jalen uh, oh, I don't actually know. I just don't assume we'll see Jalen Hurts out there tomorrow. I, I can't Got imagine it. we would have him out there. Maybe for a drive. Um, I think usually last year it was the last preseason game he came out for a drive or two. Jalen did. And I remember Dallas that- Goddard got a big big old touchdown. Oh, yeah, that was against the Jets when he got rocked, right? Yeah, when he got hit out of bounds. I think it was yep. the Jets. 
Yeah. Uh, which is weird. We play the Jets in preseason every single year, and this is the first year that I don't think we, we are. We play them every single year, and this year we're not. That's weird. I wonder if it's got something to do with the fact that we're going to play them in the middle of the season. I don't think so. I think I think we've played plenty of teams once. Like I think last year we played the Titans, and we played them in the, pre- uh, in the regular season and destroyed them. Hmm. Like, I don't think that has anything to do with it. Got it. Which, that'll be a yeah. cool game. Aaron Rodgers, Jalen Hurts, so cool. Um, yeah, so uh, what are your thoughts on Mariota? Again, I'm I'm a bit concerned at his, yeah. uh, you know, his, his decision-making so far, all the reports coming out of camp. Um, I, I think more than athletic ability, more than, um, uh, you know, the ability to throw the football, I think a quarterback's biggest asset is good decision-making. And when you put the ball in the other team's hands, um, that, as we know from the Super Bowl, that could be the difference maker between winning and losing a football game. So um, I hope for our sake that Jalen continues his progression, that he continues to become more and more of a pocket passer, which is going to protect him in the long run. Uh, and he completes this season full, you know, fully healthy. Uh, but given his, uh, his history, um, it is very likely that we're going to need to see Mariota just because yeah. His legs, Jalen's legs are such a unique part of his game so far. He reminds me of of McNabb, right? When McNabb first came into the season, like he completely changed the dynamic of our offense because of his ability to run the football. And only later in his career did he start becoming more of a heavy pocket passer. Um, I I expect Jalen Hurts to continue using his legs this season. And and it's just a risk that comes with that style of play. Yep. So concerning. You see with all... You see with all the rushing quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson's like a prime example of that, right? He, he can't play a full season healthy either. Right. So, yeah. Um, all right, cool. Well, listen, I, I, I think that's pretty much it. Um, we do have a preseason game tomorrow, and the Ravens have won the last 23 preseason games straight. They have not lost. So the line on this, which I would not bet on a preseason game, maybe the over-under, I think that's like, you know, do you think they'll score a lot? Do you think they'll not? Like a lot of betters take the under on preseason games. It's just kind of a, a way to do it. Uh, Twenty three straight. If I'm a betting man. Um, they're going to be playing a lot more <laughs> with a lot more heart to try to win that game. And I don't think Nick Sirianni. I don't know, man. Nick Sirianni is pretty funny though. Maybe he will try to win it. Um, what do What are your thoughts on uh, on uh, heading into uh, preseason? Yeah, I mean, we we talked about this. Um, my, I, I usually stop paying attention in preseason games in sort of the second half. And, and I think I'm yep, not the only same. fan. Uh, prob- I think the only people who are paying attention in the second half are like coaches um, on the field because everyone else is like gone from the stadium. Um, but no, I think if I were a betting person, um, honestly, like, I don't think Nick is the type of person who's going to be like, oh my God, we're going to win this game. Cause it's so important. Cause yeah. at the end of the day, it's just an opportunity to see how your players fare when the other team doesn't want you to win. Yeah, nah, totally. But I am excited uh, to see a game tomorrow. Can't wait just to, uh, you know, check it out. I'll probably stay around for the first half and then 
Um, there's a game in Philly against the Browns on Thursday that my dad and I will be at. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll nice. check that out, but it's not going to be one of those games where we leave at three o'clock to get there at, you know, five and we're tailgating for several hours before we'll, we'll probably be rolling up right around to kickoff. But, uh, yeah, excited for, for that one as well. Love it, man. Football is back. Football is back. It I is can back. feel it. I can feel it. it it's is not back. cold out yet, but it is back. And uh, we are definitely excited to announce some improvements we're going to be making to the show. Uh, We're not going to announce anything formally here, but our frequency may change, may drop a little bit more, uh, bringing some more relevant content. Uh, I'm going to have more of a YouTube presence so you can see Ali's beautiful face um, in crystal clear 4K. But uh, really excited just to kick off another season. Excited to talk with you and Drew again about some Eagles football. So uh, Ali, send us home with some final thoughts. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. This has been uh, one awful off season of waiting this entire time for for football to come back. But we are excited that it is back. We are excited to have more, again, unofficially, uh, a little bit more frequency of a cadence of how we're going to be able to to speak to you all. Um, Like and subscribe to our channel. Uh, on YouTube, Winging It, an Eagles podcast. Uh, make sure that you follow us on um, on Facebook. Make sure that you uh, follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, so that you don't miss an episode as it comes out. I'm Ali. He's Alex. Thanks for joining us, guys. Peace. <laughs>